As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Hi there, this is Monica Reinagle, the Nutrition Diva, here with a special edition of my quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. This week, the U.S. government unveiled the 2010 Dietary Guidelines for Americans. Of course, it's already 2011, so they are late in arriving. But seeing as the guidelines are only revised every five years, these are the marching orders we'll be living with for the next few years. So how good are the new guidelines? Is getting on board with the 2010 Dietary Guidelines going to make Americans any healthier? And now let's take a closer look at what advice the government has to offer. The guidelines, which are about 100 pages long, are detailed and comprehensive, and there's plenty to discuss. But most people are never going to hear anything beyond the key recommendations and the selected messages that were provided this morning to the press. So in this quick response, I'm going to focus on those. Recommendation number one was to eat less and move more. More than ever before, the new guidelines are focused on tackling obesity and its associated costs and consequences. So before they even get into the details of what we should and shouldn't be eating, the guidelines emphasize the need to balance calories in with calories out. And for most Americans, that boils down to eating less. The guidelines also stress the need to move more, to increase our physical activity and decrease what they call screen time, or the number of hours we and our kids log in front of televisions, computers, games, and other electronic devices. There's nothing particularly new about the eat less, move more advice. However, it is notable that this is what the government chose to single out as the number one take-home message. The second big theme in the new guidelines is to shift consumption away from empty calories and toward more nutrient-dense foods. So, for example, the guideline suggests that fruits and vegetables should fill half your plate at mealtimes, and that people should drink water instead of sweetened beverages. That's great advice as far as I'm concerned. Now, once you get beyond these two overarching themes, calorie balance and nutrient-dense foods, the guidelines start to focus on specific foods and nutrients that we should either try to eat more or less of. And here's where things start to get a little more controversial and political. So which foods do they recommend that we eat more of? Ironically, for people who want us to eat less, they spend a lot of time telling us about what we should be eating more of. In addition to eating more fruits and vegetables, the guidelines advise us to increase our consumption of low-fat and fat-free dairy products, whole grains, fish, and seafood. If you read between the lines, it's clear that these foods are supposed to be replacing other foods, but they seem reluctant to single out which foods it is that we should be eating less of. It appears that the government thinks we'd be better off eating less meat, for example. However, as the Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack acknowledged in his comments at the press conference that announced the new guidelines, 
Part of the USDA's mission is to support the nation's agricultural economy and businesses. So instead of coming right out and advising people to reduce their meat consumption, which obviously would not play very well with the beef and the pork industry, the guidelines get sort of coy. They talk about the need to reduce saturated and solid fats. They mention choosing a variety of protein foods, including beans, soy, nuts, and seeds. Ultimately, however, it's up to us to connect the dots. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Today's episode is supported by Vegamore, a line of hair care products specifically formulated to promote thicker, fuller, longer-looking hair. Results from double-blind tests among real users showed meaningful differences in the amount of shedding, volume, and density. Now, when it comes to seeing results like this, the key is consistency. For best results, you want to use these products as directed for at least three months, and their monthly subscription makes that easy. It means you never run low, and plus, you save more. I've been using the products for a couple of weeks now, so it's still a little too soon to see the full impact, especially of the Grow Serum. But I love the way the shampoo and the conditioner smell, and I gotta say, my hair is looking healthy and bouncy. So elevate your hair wellness routine this year with Vegamore. For a limited time, get 20% off your first subscription order by going to vegamore.com slash diva and use the code diva at checkout. That's V-E-G-A. M-O-U-R dot com slash diva and the code diva to save 20% on your first order. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. So how solid is the science behind the guidelines? These guidelines have always been controversial, and this newest round isn't going to be any less so. Although the agencies emphasize that the guidelines are based on the latest and best scientific evidence, that evidence leaves plenty of room for debate, and so do the guidelines. There's still a big emphasis on strictly limiting saturated fat and dietary cholesterol, for example, despite a wealth of new evidence suggesting that this actually has a fairly limited impact on disease risk. Although there's also mention of avoiding artificial trans fats, a recommendation over which there is absolutely no controversy whatsoever, That advice is nowhere near as prominent as the messaging about cholesterol and saturated fat. In my opinion, it should have been just the opposite. Eating more whole grain products is another key message, while the need to limit the consumption of refined grains is given much less prominence. Again, I would have reversed the emphasis. In my opinion, the excess of refined grains in our diets is the primary issue, not the lack of whole grains. It's an important distinction. 
And although they repeatedly mention the need to reduce the intake of added sugars, the primary source of added sugar in the American diet, which is soda, is never specifically mentioned in the summary materials. Instead, they talk euphemistically about sugary drinks or beverages. Although I have a few quibbles with the details, and I think the guidelines would be a lot clearer if they weren't so politically correct, I think they got the big message right. Base your diet on nutrient-dense, whole foods like fresh fruits and vegetables, legumes, nuts, seeds, whole grains, and protein-rich foods from either plant or animal sources. As Secretary Vilsack summed it up at the press conference, real food is going to be the best use of your calories. That's hardly an earth-shattering revelation, especially for Nutrition Diva listeners. But according to some estimates, fewer than 3% of Americans actually follow the dietary guidelines. Vilsack himself admitted that he'd never read them before assuming his position as Secretary of Agriculture. So it remains to be seen what impact these guidelines will have. Ironically, the people who have the most to gain from this effort might be paying the least attention. And that's why many people insist that the food industry has got to be part of the solution by changing manufacturing, distribution, and marketing practices in order to promote healthier choices. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Post them on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page or on the show's webpage, which you'll find at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. And I've also posted links to the new guidelines in their entirety, as well as some other related materials. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week and eat something good for me. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 